All right, we're live. We can start by um, telling the people what it is that you're drinking and what you just decided to make before we started. Well, uh, so basically what happened is we, <laughs> we were chilling in the house, had vodka, uh, but no mixers. So the real issue here is I had some watermelon, <laughs> but I didn't know what to do with it. And so I decided may as well mix the uh, watermelon with the vodka. Uh, it turned out horrible. Yeah, I'll was, be honest. I, I blended it. It was all over the place, and now it's just it's disgusting. But I'm still stuck drinking it because we we still don't have mixers. Yeah, it's it's a little on the strong side for sure. It's a good thing I got you at least one diet Miller. Um, aside from that, though, looks like you're drinking watermelon vodka. But um, it's a, a good intro, I think, to our first episode because I don't really have a, an extensive plan for how this is going to play out. Obviously, I have some some notes and things I want to touch on, but um, it's it's pretty it's a pretty good. Uh, explanation not even explanation but just demonstration of what these episodes are probably going to be like not too formal by any means um but yeah we're here it took me oh what a year now i'd say i mean i've been talking about this for the kid has been talking about it forever it's it's been a very long ongoing process and uh happy to, <laughs> happy to finally be doing it yeah so i um i've been talking about doing this probably actually yeah, it was literally a year ago because I was on co-op at this time. And that's when I really started to get into podcasting and stuff. And as that co-op ended, um, I was talking more and more about all these podcasts that I was listening to. And I really found that I enjoyed them and I enjoyed them to the point where I was like, oh, I think it'd be fun to just kind of like start one myself and, and see where it goes. And um, it didn't end up happening quite like that. I uh, kept putting it off, kept putting it off, kept putting it off. And the semester got started. And it was just a lot of very easy ways to just kind of be like, well, I'll just, I'll do it at some other point, right? Like there, there'll be a better time. I'm just too busy right now. And fast forward to now and we're in the middle of quarantine. So <laughs> if, if that kind of gives you an idea of, of why we're starting it now, uh, that's definitely a piece of it. Cause I haven't had anything to do for the last three and a half, four months now. Um, but you know, during this quarantine, I've had a lot of time just kind of sit around and be with myself and be with my thoughts more. And I think one of the things that I've realized is in reality, part of the reason that I didn't start earlier is because I was too concerned about what other people were going to think of it. Right. And I think that's one thing that, you know, a lot of people that that's one thing that will prevent a lot of people from starting to do whatever it is that they are passionate about or that they, they want to try for the first time. And you know, as this quarantine has gone on, it was kind of one of those things. It's like, really, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Right. It's like, is my, is my podcast, like if I enjoy doing it and you know, other, maybe somebody else can get something out of it, then for me, it's worth it. Right. And, um, that's kind of like one of the themes that I want to play off of with this, this entire podcast is, you know, kind of talking to people who didn't necessarily, uh, plan on doing something or, you know, plan the situation that they're currently in and kind of went out in left field, I guess, and, and did something completely out of the ordinary or, or not what was expected of them or that they even expected of themselves. So um, before we get going, we'll get more into this as the episode goes on. But uh, I'm joined by a very, very special guest. He's not really a, um, a co-host. I guess we could call him for now an honorary in turn co-host hey, you know I'll, t- I'll take whatever i can get right so um i'm i'm with my roommate will um i'll, I'll give him a chance to kind of introduce himself as much as he wants to here um so yeah turn it over to you 
Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Will. It's all you're really getting. It's all you're really getting. I'm a man of very few words. <laughs> and that's good enough for now. I, I probably should tell you guys my name. I'm Peter. Uh, and, and we're going to leave it at that for now. Um, it's uh, not really sure how much information I'm trying to share with, with the people. But, um, you know, as time goes on, uh, you'll learn more about me and, you know, some of the other guys that are going to be on. Uh, at some point, we're going to have some interviews of, of different people of all walks of life. Um, you know, some athletes, uh, some business people, um, just really any kind of people that kind of demonstrate the whole idea that I'm talking about as far as kind of like following a dream, I guess, is, is the most basic cookie cutter way to say it. Um, but yeah, I, now that you've introduced yourself very briefly, <laughs> um, I think we can kind of get into um, my first talking point here, which was, um, you know, why we're starting this and, and, and why it took me so long. And like I said, it's it's one of those things where the, the more you think about it, it's like, if you're truly that concerned about what other people are going to say about something that you're doing, it's kind of like, are those really even the people that you want to surround yourself with? Right? Yeah, yeah, like 100%. I mean, I mean, social media people can be a little bit mean. And at the end of the day, like, chances are, if you're, you're a dick on social media, I'm probably not going to be want to be friends with you in general. And right. It's always something that's good to remember because that that's kind of like the big front we put up, right? Is yeah. is always trying to be hiding behind social media and kind of presenting this, uh, I guess, idea of ourselves that isn't really uh, truly what it is. Right, and that's that's the other thing too is like you have all these people commenting on your shit and whatever it is that they say, ninety nine percent of the time they'd never say that in person. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Yeah. So it's kind of like. They're the you keyboard know, warriors, you know? Right, and and the more you can, like, just kind of ignore whatever those people have to say, it's just, like, get out of sight, out of mind kind of thing. Yeah, like, I would I would never take it seriously when, like, 12-year-olds would tell me they'd, they'd <laughs> fuck my mom on COD, you know? So, I mean, I don't know why I'd take it seriously now, but I would. Right. <laughs> that's that's an interesting way to think of it, <laughs> um, but, but a truthful one, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, but here we are. I'm, I'm glad we finally uh, decided, to, decided to start it. And, um, you know, kind of piggybacking off this theme, I think one of the reasons, um, well, A, I needed somebody to talk to, but B, uh, Will, Will kind of has a, a good thing going on right now that kind of piggybacks off of what we're talking about. So uh, Will is an engineer, and uh, he's finishing up his studies here in Rochester. And um, actually, I'll just let you kind of talk through, you know, your, your major, what your original plans were. Um, when you're going to graduate and, and now kind of what you're working on and, and what you would ideally like to be doing here in the, in the not so, not so far future, really. I mean, it's yeah. coming up pretty quick. Yeah. hundred percent. So, I mean, basically my deal is I've, I've always kind of been a, a rule follower, I always followed that path, you know, high school, got good grades, played sports, you know, did whatever, took the SATs, got into college, you know, chose the, chose the cheapest option, just really always done what I was supposed to be doing. And, uh, Kind of as I've gone through school, gone through college, um, you know, I've been, I've had some internship experience, things like those where I've gotten into the workplace. Uh, originally, the plan was to be a mechanical engineer. Um, and so, you know, through those internship experiences and, and sitting behind a desk. Uh, fucking and just sucks. Yeah, it, it fucking sucks. <laughs> you, you know, and a lot of times, especially as an engineer, you don't, you may not talk to someone for an entire day, which is just absolutely ridiculous. And then yeah. when you are, it's a a meeting packed with eight people and awkward small talk and it's just it was terrible right and so i did a nine nine month internship there and man it was just kind of kind of depressing i guess or i shouldn't say depressing but i guess just 
I would not be happy doing that for the rest of my life. And I think that's something I really came to realize, which was super, super valuable for me. Um, And then while I was doing that, I was also kind of just looking around and and seeing what other people were doing to make make money, I guess, and reading a lot about business and everything in between. Um, And I guess I kind of just got to looking and seeing for other avenues um, that that would be good for for me as a person and kind of like what I would enjoy, you know, I love interaction with people. I love, you know, building things and, and just kind of like working with other people to, to make things happen. And, yeah. and part of that may have just been from like my upbringing as an athlete, but being an engineer is too, uh, I guess, detail oriented and really, really focusing on, on the tiny stuff where I'm more of a big picture thinker. Um, and so with that, you know, after I got off this co-op, I, I started looking for sales positions um, you know, started working a little bit, selling kitchens, but, and then talking big, to people, you know, I guy. realized, Hey, you know, this is easy. Um, you know, I can convince someone, someone to, to buy something right now. It's kind of crazy. Right. Um, and I had the technical background and so now I've kind of been working on starting my own business and, you know, working with the entrepreneurship programs at, uh, this, the college I go to. <laughs> uh, and, and so that's, that's, that's been really, really helpful, really awesome experience and, and looking to build a business now is going to be, I mean, a deodorant business is certainly interesting, but, uh, yeah, in the, in the next year or two, we're going to definitely be looking to launch. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And, and I can definitely relate to the whole co-op experience. So I, I did one, um, last year, a, a six month gig here in, uh, in Rochester and don't get me wrong. Like I learned a lot from it. And it was a very valuable experience and I, I would do it again for sure. But it's kind of one of those things where you learn what you like and then you also get an opportunity opportunity to learn what you don't like. And for me, it was a, an, a really good eye opener as to what I could be and probably would be doing um, immediately following graduation as far as a lot of time behind a desk, a lot of time behind a computer screen, um, maybe not so much time interacting with with other people which is what i would prefer to be doing anyway um and you know it kind of made me think well well fuck i don't this isn't what i want i mean go to school for five years and and this is what i'm going to do afterwards so it just kind of makes you think of of different perspectives of you know what what you truly enjoy and what you truly value and I, i think you know you're on this this journey right now i guess you could call it and you, it's it's definitely something you can tell that you're passionate about and that you really want to, to take off. And I think it will. Um, you, you're putting a lot of time into it. And um, again, it's just one of those things where it's kind of like, it's not necessarily like the smart decision, right? Because you're going to get this degree and you could just go be safe and comfortable working for an engineering firm, making pretty good money right out of the gate. But um, that's not necessarily what you want to do. But like, of any time in your life, this is the time to be risky because you really don't have too much tying you down. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And I mean, like I was saying, I mean, being an engineer, isn't it, isn't a bad gig, but you just have to like doing it. I know for personally, my dad, he could sit behind a computer for eight hours straight. He's a software engineer, right? And, and that's his ideal day. If no one comes and talks to him, that's perfect for him. But me, I would just go absolutely insane. And so, yeah, I mean, right now we're, so just averse to risk and we can i mean more or less kind of send it right and yeah. that's what i'm looking to just do right now send yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> we're just gonna send it but. so yeah that's that's awesome and i think you know a lot of people our age in college getting ready to wrap up their studies um it's it's something you should be mindful of is 
is, you know, the career that you take or the first job that you take, who are you doing it for? Like, are you doing it for yourself because it's what you really want to be doing? Or do you feel outside pressures from friends, family, you know, whoever it may be, it's just really something you should keep in mind because at the end of the day, it's your life and you have to live with that decision. And you know, how pissed off would you be if, if, you know, you take this job, you hate it, but you feel like it's the only thing that you really have going for you. And like, you just kind of get trapped. And then 10 years later, you look back, you, you might have a significant other, you might have kids and you're like, fuck, it's too late now. Yeah. Can't, can't do anything there. <laughs> right. You gotta, you gotta pay the bills. <laughs> so, I mean, even if you do have kids, it's not to say that, you know, you can't, you can't just kind of come up with an idea, be really passionate about it, quit your job and, and just go all in and, and, and be successful. It's just one of those things where like right now, when you don't have those obstacles, it's a lot easier to jump in and be more risky. And, you know, you can basically eat shit for a few years and live in a shitty apartment. It's just basically a continuation of college, right? It's not like yeah. we're living very glamorous right now. I mean, it's fucking hot as shit in this house. Right. Yeah. So no AC. It's all oh, brilliant. Brilliant. It's terrible. But like, this is the time to do those kinds of things. So whatever it is, like you have a stupid business idea, just, just do it. Like, yeah, it's, Nike, just do it. Right now it's, it's yeah, <laughs> it's totally acceptable for me to live in a house with, with three or four other dudes and pay 400 bucks a month for rent. But and drink a I lot guess, of beer. I guess when you're, yeah, drink, drink a lot of beer. Spe- that's half the grocery budget. But when you're, when you're 35, you know, uh, <laughs> it's a little less, less acceptable to be doing that. Um, not that it's unacceptable, but I mean, you're not you're not with the rest of your people, I guess. Right. And so the other thing, too, is like we kind of talked about it briefly, but um, this is like the perfect time to work on something like that. Right. Because we've been doing not a lot for the last X amount of months. I know no. myself, especially lots of podcasts, lots of YouTube, lots uh, of time on YouTube. <laughs> I actually uh, started playing video games for the first time since, I don't know, sophomore year of high school again. It's uh I'm not I'm not proud of it. Yeah, but. I mean it is what it is. No one I don't know, I don't feel terrible about it, you know. It, no, I mean again, it's one of those things like if you're gonna do it, like now it's time to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, whatever. Well That's why this podcast is happening, you know. Right. And I feel like this is more productive than playing Warzone for two, three hours. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. I mean I don't even think I mean, it's I don't even think it's debatable. I mean I mean it's episode one, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if it's we'll see how badly it deteriorates, um, but <laughs> but yeah, just it's really like crazy times. Like there's at least no other time, definitely in our lives, not even close, that uh, something like this has ever happened. And and really, there's no other time in recent history that I could even think of where this has been the case for what four months now. When did this even? I think we started closing shit down in like March. March, March, yeah. And it's mid July now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it feels like it's been it feels like it's been years, but. Guys, and we swear we didn't intend to do nothing for the summer. We had both had internships oh, lined fuck, up, that's and uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to kind of roll with the punches. And so now we're we're oh. trying to make the best of it. I think, and and that's kind of coming to fruition in this podcast and in the business I'm trying to start. Yeah. And that's kind of where we're trying to go. Yeah, I, it's funny you bring that up because to be honest with you, I kind of forgotten about it. Thanks, asshole. Um, <laughs> still sour about it. Still fine. sour about it. I mean, you should be more sour than me. You found out what like a month ago, if that. Yeah, it wasn't great. But um, of all places, I was supposed to be in Minneapolis for the summer, and um, obviously, because you know, because of the virus, they ended up canceling my uh, internship for the summer. But then, you know, a week later, come to find out, um, that was really just the start of things, and. I don't, 
I don't know. I mean, I was looking forward to it, but you could also think of it as, you know, everything happens for a reason. And, you know, maybe it was a good thing that, um, I mean, obviously not a good thing that, that, um, all the events that have happened in the last three months have, have occurred, but, um, you know, maybe, you know, just for me, me alone, like it, it worked out. Yeah. I mean, tr- it, trying to come out on top, it, uh, when, yeah. you, when you get hit with hard times, right? I mean, <laughs> it, it could have been a lot worse Yeah, and, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be fine. I'll, I mean, I'm starting this amazing podcast instead and I'm going to make a shitload of money off it. Right. There you go. Just as much as go. I would have made on this internship. <laughs> yeah, probably not, but it's all right. But, um, yeah, it's just being mindful of this time. And, and I think, you know, I've seen a lot of people, a lot of friends and stuff have been creative and, and coming up with new things to, to put out there for people to observe and divulge in and people making podcasts. Like there's been so many new podcasts yeah. during this time and, and just being creative. And I really think that it'd be, it'd really be a, a waste of your time if you haven't come out of this with like something new. Like yeah, a new 100%. appreciation for something or a new skill or a new hobby or something. I think it'd, you'd really be putting yourself at a disadvantage if you didn't, I think, you know, at least try and learn something new. I think something I've come to like kind of an appreciation for is like how big a difference a year can make. Cause like when I was coming out of high school or just seeing what kids are doing in college where, I mean, my, my first thought goes to like people who are really into videography or photography now. And I mean, most, most of the ones I know dropped out of college, but in a year I witnessed it happen. They went from never touching a camera to just making incredible films, you know, now they're marketing for companies and and making a shit ton of money from dropping out of college and just kind of doing what they want to do. And it it really is pretty crazy how, how big a difference a year can make in, in just someone's skill set and just their passions. For sure. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy times. And, life has been literally flipped upside down for for us and and really for everybody and um you know just trying to just trying to get through it just like everybody else is and you know the the semester is coming up here pretty quick and that's going to be weird because so where were we when everything shut down so we were it was spring break actually yep. right supposed to go on a cruise didn't <laughs> oh, happen man. didn't happen about that too <laughs> Yeah, we don't really need to get into that. Oh, I'm, I'm sour. It's fine. Yeah, he's a little upset about it still. But. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was spring break. And then um, the week we were supposed to come back for classes, uh, we found out, I think it was maybe two or three days before that, that Monday, that um, we got an extra week for spring break because the college needed to come up with um, some sort of contingency plan or, or emergency plan, I guess it was, for how they were going to yeah, respond to the, the virus if... Um, if it got worse and, and sure enough it did. So, you know, we got that second week and then after that second week was done, it was like, Hey, you guys are going all online now. And from then on, it's been crazy. I mean, trying to finish classes online really was a joke. Yeah. I mean, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it was a scramble for the professors too. I mean, they're just trying to get right. their and, in row. And I don't, I don't blame them either. Cause it's like, they've never had to do anything like this either. I mean, who, you're asked to come up with a, right. You're asked <laughs> to come up with a plan for the rest of the semester in a week. Yeah, and it's pretty wild. It was, it. Was, I think it was shitty for everybody, really. Yeah, I mean, you, I, I have the utmost respect for the professors who are who are making it happen. You know, I mean, maybe yeah. it wasn't at the at the same quality of what it would have been, but at the same time, I mean, they they really did an awesome job there. Mm-hmm. And I think that no matter who you ask, they'd tell you at least. 
at our school that um, it, it definitely helped cushion the GPA a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. A little bit, especially well, since we got the pass-fail option. But even then, like every single exam and every single quiz and assignment basically just became open notes. Yeah. And if they weren't, none of the professors cared enough to really look into it or try and figure out if you were cheating. Yeah. <laughs> so Taking a class now, though, they got some, some weird weird like google chrome extension and it tracks your eyes and you gotta like scan the room before it you tracks actually your take, eyes yeah it tracks your eyes and then uh i didn't know like kinda, i don't know if they have like a headquarters or something but it like pings them if they that's they catch you looking elsewhere yeah that's bullshit i mean it's it kinda, is but it's not kind of sketchy i don't love it i'll be honest i i don't love having my camera like and yeah you probably uh, just get nervous yeah you know i i get i get real <laughs> sweaty is, is what happens like more than normal yeah i think that pings them actually they're like this kid's too sweaty he has to be cheating <laughs> yeah well well yeah i mean you were you were busy it's probably all the beers you were drinking while you're doing that lab too i mean you only had yeah. to have four brews while yeah. you're doing an eight-hour lab yeah, yesterday four, was... four brews and eight coffees and then uh it just makes for a no wonder you were sweating for some swamp ass i don't know i don't know <laughs> Bad news bears in a hot house too. Oh man! Oh man, this house sucks. Well, you know. No, it sucks. Four hundred bucks a month. What are you gonna do? It sucks. I can't wait to get out of here. It does the job though. We'll give it that. It's and a, it's a great place. I love it here. We don't even have. I I would do anything for a garage. Uh, well, we're sitting in it. Well, all right. So what we call our living room definitely was a garage at one point. Terribly insulated. I mean, there's it, it literally. They literally just threw up this random ass wall that just kind of blocks all of our light from the only real window in this room. And it clearly, I mean, it looks exactly like a garage would have looked. That's what happens when you, when you hire a blind contractor, I guess. (laughs) And, um, so yeah, we don't have a garage. I'd like to be able to put things in the garage. I don't know what. Just a lawnmower. Yeah. We don't have to mow the lawn, but I want a, I want a lawnmower. Right. I just walk down the street and, and, and find one on the side of the road and just take it, just to have one. Yeah. And never use it. Also, in the lease, we can't have fires. That's probably the that's, worst part. Bro, that's it's, bullshit. It's sour. I, I'm, I'm still upset about it. Been well, we living were, in this we house were talking about it, actually. Yeah. Saying fuck it. Because, like, our landlord likes us. We're not that bad. Yeah, we were thinking about going covert fire pit, uh, being a little badasses. I think, really I mean, living on the edge. You and our, our buddy basically had a, a fire not too long ago, maybe a month or two ago, in our charcoal grill. I mean, that was, that was a fire. <laughs> well, right. You definitely yeah. could have roasted marshmallows on that bitch and had people sit around and tell campfire well, stories. Yeah. All right, Here, here's the deal. We, we caught the charcoal grill on fire. It was it was <laughs> a little bit frightening. Um, all the paint melted off, but you, you live and you learn. And now I feel like if I wanted to, if I was having a kid, I'd be good. I can start a charcoal fire, no problem. You know, it's been a it's it's been a long time. It's been like probably like a three year learning experience, uh, but now I can successfully char- start a charcoal grill fire in like twenty minutes. It's just dad things, right? It's there. just dad things. Just it's dad it's things. fucking poetry in motion, is what it is. So yeah, this the house gets the job done. The best thing about it, I would say, is we got a pretty nice little basement setup. There's a fuckload of spiders down there, but like it's a good spot to play some pong, yeah. play some drinking games, and. And have some friends over. Nothing too crazy. Yeah, spider, spiders and pong. We threw a party here once. It was, it was. I got the cops called on it in my face. That wasn't great. But oh, the know. dad party. Yeah, dude. All right. So this little, that was a great this little douche kid. He he comes in and we we're at capacity, right? This this place was packed. Yeah, this, you can't and get too many he's like, in. my friends are in there. Like, let me in. And he's like, I'm like, no, no. Like, I don't know you. Leave. Just <laughs> yeah, go. Who do you, who do you know, Shoot, here, bro? Get out of here. And uh, he proceeds to say. 
Okay, if you don't let me in, I'll call I'll the call cops. The and so naturally, all right, I'm yeah. like, lose your fucking all right, shit. It's college. Like, there's no way this kid's gonna call the cops. Calls the cops. I shit you not. This man dialed nine one one right in my fucking face. And then yeah, all right. Like I was, I was bigger than him. It took a little step forward, you know, give him a little <laughs> intimidation factor. And, and he booked it. He went down the street. And then his friends like disowned him. They're like, "Yo, we don't know that kid." Like, nah, nah. And uh, it was just a bad experience. Cops, so, cops rolled through, and then they were like, "Hey, you guys having a party?" We were like, "Yeah, yeah, some yeah we, we're having a little party. A couple people over." And he's like, "All right, just keep it down." We're like, "All right, cool." Thanks, thanks, brother. Yeah, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. We're we're in the clear now. On that night, I think we had one of our, well, I can't, I'm not going to say his name, but uh, one of our water weenie friends, mm. I guess that's a good way to describe it. Yep, yep. Kid can uh, swim. Kid can swim. This motherfucker can swim. He's, he's, uh, he's got lats. Yeah, he's, he, this motherfucker's got some wings. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, uh, he's, he's going to be in the military at some point pretty quick, but um, he, not a, not a big drinker. He's, he was just kind of there for the fun. And I don't remember exactly what he did, but he was like standing guard. Yeah. Of was he? I feel like he was High out alert. by the mailbox at one point. Yeah, he was chilling. I don't know. Were, were you around him when that kid said, "Hey, I'm going to call the cops"? Because I thought. Yeah, we were both out there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he was pissed too. Yeah, I I, I remember him being not too happy about it. No, no, it was real, real aggravating for both of us. <laughs> but yeah, I don't even know how we got here. Now that I'm thinking of it. Oh yeah, talking about the house. But how, where were we before that? What do you mean? Like, where were we in our conversation? Oh, oh man, I don't know. <laughs> but anyways, long story short, uh, if you if you don't get into a party, don't call the cops on it. It's not oh, a yeah. cool, not yeah, a cool thing to on, do. Come on, it's college. Yeah. What the fuck were we talking about before this house? Well, we were talking about following your dreams, and uh, well, obviously this house isn't it, right? Yeah, so, bro, this shit is so. not it. That's why I was doing this podcast so I can get out of this house faster. Yeah, right. That's that's my one goal in life is to monetize this shit to leave my college house. I mean, we're on our way because we're already sponsored Ooh. by Miller Lite. Yeah. So. Well, uh, yeah, Miller Miller time. It's a great time. It's, it's oh, time. it's Miller time now. Wow. Now we're. Would you, would you look at that? Oh no, we're not sponsored by Miller Lite. Not yet. We'll we'll get there eventually. It'll probably take you know ten years, but yeah. we'll get there. Yeah. It's uh it's fine. It's whatever. It is what it is. Ten, oh, we were talking about well, the, we were talking what, about what did they say? Something about ten thousand is it ten thousand beers? Not not ours, right? Mal- Malcolm Gladwell? What are you talking about? Oh ten thousand uh, <laughs> beers? <laughs> yeah, so you gotta drink like ten thousand beers. Then you get sponsored. This is just how it works. Yeah, before you're good at something or like before people take notice. Right, so, yeah. Yeah, I gotta drink a few more of these, but all right, let's try. Let's try and bring it back a little bit. That was, that was a nice while it lasted. Um, it was a nice little tangent, and there's going to be many of those. I guarantee it. Yeah, shit. But um, so we're talking about quarantine life, right? And we were talking about how uh, the semester got flipped upside down, how uh, everything went online, how it became real easy to cheat, <laughs> and how the semester just basically became a wash, right? We got through it, and um, you know, everybody was hoping that come this fall fall semester that everything would be back to normal and it's not looking like that's going to be the case yeah still up in the air right now so we are going back a week early not that that's really that important but i think the thought process is and really any college like any it doesn't matter where you go to school if you're listening to this like you're probably doing the same thing going back a week early and i think the whole thought process behind that is to try and miss like peak flu season when they think the second wave will potentially be at its worst yeah so when thanksgiving rolls around um we're just going home and then we're going to do our finals online and then we just have like an extended winter break, I guess. 
maybe not extended. I don't know if they're going to start us earlier in January, but that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. So, like, I know for me, classes are going to be, um, like, split. So some will be in person like normal. Others are going to be, um, you do, I don't know, maybe meet once in person a week and then you get the rest of it's online. And then other stuff got moved strictly to online. And it's just all over the place. And, like, certain facilities on campus, like the gym, for example, our recreation center, like where I work. I don't know if I should say that. It's all right. Um, I don't want to talk about it. What, that you don't work there anymore? Well, I don't work there anymore. More kind of upset about that. But also, it better be open. Can't go to the gym? I'll be. be That's going to be rough. You think about it, though? Like, you know how much money goes into that building? Like, that's a lot of our tuition. Yeah, yeah, for real. And I, I bet you... I bet you odds Not are they lot, still make us pay that like service fee or whatever. Yeah, well, I'm taking golf and I got to pay an extra what $150 just for that. Yeah, so I got to. I got to. If I can't be in there, I got to sign up on that for golf. Yeah, it's gonna be a time. Really gotta, really gotta learn how to work the pitching wedge. You know. Absolutely, we're gonna have to. I don't know if we get the chance to go to a course. I hope we do so we can get a few brews. Do I? I shit you not. Every time I I go to my girlfriend's house, the first first question her dad asked me, "Yo, you play golf?" It's like, all right, th- he's like, he's an intimidating guy a little bit, right? And, yeah. and this man asked I've you. I've heard some things. It's like, no, I've never, I've never played golf in my life. Like, uh, uh. But it doesn't stop him from asking oh, every no, single time. No, every single time. I've met him probably like, probably like five, six times at this point. Hey, Will, First how you question doing? every time. It's like, hey, Will, how's it going? You play golf? <laughs> and that's no, it. Mr. Sounds. No, nope. so I still don't. S- still, still don't. <laughs> I, you, I think you should just go. I think you should get like, not really fucked up, but like get a solid buzz going. Yeah, sure. And then just go with him, and then he can <laughs> just make fun of how bad you are. Yeah. So actually, that might be the angle to play. Ooh. Like maybe purposely be really bad, so he never asks you again. Right. Unless you want to golf with him. I mean, it would just. So every time he would see you from here on out, after that, he would have to ask you a different question. But anyway, yeah, if our gym is not open, I'm going to be real upset. Is and yeah, like the, uh, I'm I'm willing to pay for a membership to LA Fitness. The uh the backyard bullshit gym isn't isn't doing so hot. I mean, that's actually another thing that I wanted to talk about at some point and I guess that's just a, a good transition we can get into it right now is like we're very fortunate actually because I know a lot of people that um that like I would see at the gym on a regular basis and they are kind of stuck doing body weight stuff and like having to rely on cardio. And I know if it was me and I was just relying on, you know, push-ups, air squats, lunges, and I mean, I guess pull-ups because we have a pull-up bar, I'd lose my mind pretty quick. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably just start running. I'd just take the L and, and just drop yeah. 20 pounds and train for a marathon or something. I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's definitely one thing to do, but like you have to really like running. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And, you know, for me, I started running some again just to kind of mix it up and, and add an extra day in there when it feels like I've already done everything that I would typically do in a week, just because we're limited in the equipment that we have here. Yeah. But realistically, I mean, I was able to bring a shitload of stuff from my house and you brought some stuff too, but those goddamn Bowflex fucking adjustable dumbbells. We we cannot recommend Bowflex adjustable dumbbells. They're kind of shit. Uh, they're, they're good for the first probably three years. Well, yeah, maybe first three uses, yeah. <laughs> and then they get stuck, and you can't you can't get it out of the little adjustable thing. Well, it's, see, it's the knob it's, thing. It's great to have an adjustable weight set if it is only able to do fifty two point five pounds. 
Right. Yeah. It's, I think we got maybe 10 uses out of it <laughs> each. Something like that. If that like I mean, that, one yeah. of them, one of them locked up pretty early on. Yeah. And we still had the other one. So we, it was like, we, yeah, we lost a soldier. We lost a soldier. Then we literally just take the thing and yeet it off the back porch to see if it would even break. So we could at least maybe use the, the 52 and a half pound without the base. No, 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 not at all. You could throw that thing into oncoming traffic hey, you know, and it would still be. They Actually, did. probably shouldn't throw that into oncoming traffic. That'd <laughs> well, be rough. yeah, it might, might hurt someone. But be rough. They, uh, they did do a good job of, of making them not come out of the uh, holster when it gets thrown for like 20 feet. Yeah, props to you, Bowflex. Yeah, boys. It's probably the, the best thing about them. Just kidding. Um, but no, we're really fortunate that... Um, you know, we've got some bands, we got some dumbbells, uh, we actually have a barbell, and we're able to do some some squats, some deadlifts, some some like floor press, kind of take the place of a bench. We don't, we obviously don't have like an elevated surface where we can actually bench, but you know, you do what you can, and um, that's really like the best that you could ask of anyone at this point is just try to do something. Like if you're a regular at the gym, something is better than nothing. Yeah, just right? I mean, even if it's like just like maintenance, you know what I mean, like. I don't think anyone's getting huge right now. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, it's not like, it's not like there's somebody in the gym right now that's being able to get so much more done than you. I mean, I know there's gyms that are opening across the country, but like if you're in New York, for example, like it's not like there's anybody else that's at a gym right now that has access to all this equipment that you don't. Yeah. So everybody's in the same boat, right? Like yeah, unless they really, own it, you know, <laughs> right? unless you own your own gym, like in which case you're probably ahead of me anyway. So, I mean, yeah, yeah that's fair. I kind of <laughs> wish I had my own gym. Well, I mean, someday. Well, yeah, goals. That, yeah. That's where, that's where you want to get. If anybody owns a gym and wants to, like, sponsor... Well, that doesn't even really make sense. I don't know. Just if games. you just want to send me free gym show, I'll test it. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be fine with that. I am a uh, schmedium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't mean clothes, but if you have apparel and you need somebody to try it, the, uh, I am a size schmedium. The, the bigger it makes me, the better. Yeah, look... Well, yeah, just the, send me a schmedium. Yeah, the problem with small clothes for me is I just have a gigantic head, and uh, it just kind of makes <laughs> everything else look look too small, and then it's just, it's just funny. You do have a fucking melon. Yo, it's it's large. It it's, is. It is a big dome. But um, yeah, the the whole gym thing. I, I really hope something happens soon. It was supposed to be a part of uh, Phase Four for New York State reopening, and then um, when Phase Four rolled around, Cuomo decided that that was not going to be a part of it. He said that. You know, it wasn't safe enough yet. Something about the ventilation and all the buildings, which is which is like fair. I get it. I guess people coughing and the air is continuing to circulate in the building. Like, whatever. Yeah. I get it, but I, I'm still upset about it. Yeah, you know, it is what it is. And the other thing too is like when they do open, do you have to wear masks? That's like the one thing that I've really been thinking about well may as well get a fucking low oxygen mask at this point <laughs> those you things know? are so stupid <laughs> oh, i hate when i see right, people put it put doing it this bicep way. curls put it this way oxygen. i've never really seen someone in good shape wearing a low oxygen mask you know what i mean yeah. i'm sure i'm sure at the very highest level they're in amazing shape but i think aside from that it's like yeah. guys who have been going to the gym for like three weeks and they're like yo i need this with my lifting gloves to really to really work together I honestly like the only time I feel like you should ever be using that is if you're like trying to climb a mountain. Do you like you're going to be adjusting to altitude, different yeah. altitudes? Like you what? You don't need that when you're doing bicep curls, bro. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> but but like you see it, especially at our gym. You do, dude. There's... You see some crazy shit at our gym. We could talk about probably the crazy shit that you see at our campus gym for an entire hour. Yeah, we it's get a, insane. 
We get an awkward runner of the of the day. Every day on campus, you see some kid sprinting a class that's never ran in his life, and it's it's a spectacle. It's electric. Yeah, it's it's incredible. It, yeah, that's true. But it's if you haven't figured it out yet, we go to an interesting college. Um, like Will said earlier, he's an engineer, and we've said we're in Rochester, so you should be able to piece it together. Yeah, you know, at this if, point, if you, if, can't, if you care enough, you have like two options. I mean, like. But, I mean, based on the things that we're saying, all the weird shit, I mean, it really shouldn't be that complicated. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. It's a good school for certain things. It's just we have a very unique student body. Let's put it that way. Yeah, it's great. Which is good in some aspects and others. It's just different. It's odd. You're not going to see these kinds of things at most college campuses. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is definitely one way to go about it. It is, <laughs> it is neat. It is, it's neat. You can call it's it neat experience. for sure. Here we go on a tangent again. I don't remember how we got here. Shit, what were we talking about? About fitness, about gyms, about masks in the gym. Okay, yeah, that's what we were going to try and talk about. Low oxygen masks, right. Yeah, so I don't, I mean, even if you do have to wear masks, like, are you, like, you'd still go, right? If you had the option to go back to the gym today, our gym on campus, but you had to wear a mask for your workout, would you do it? I'd I'd do it. I'd say that's probably worth it. I mean, realistically, everyone, I feel like everyone's there is just going to be hitting the, the nose out, you know? You kind of like, you just yeah, which, you put it right below anyway. the nose, and then, then you can just breathe through your nose, and it's, it, it's really no difference. I don't really think the mask is effective then, but... Right. Uh, and that's the thing, is nobody's wearing these damn things right anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess if you're coughing, I, I mean, I'm by no means a, you know, diseased control person, but <laughs> maybe, maybe it does something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean... To me, it'd be worth it. I'm I'm so ready to just stop lifting on the back back deck. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've gotten pretty tan doing so though. Yeah, that's about it though. Yeah, that's the that's the pro. But when you sweat like three liters in a workout, it's just <laughs> oh man, it's been hot lately too. Yeah, sweating like a motherfucker. But uh, your thing, I feel like you've been doing some is is you'll work out right. You'll rip a, a little protein shake, whatever it is you got going, and then within an hour, I feel like you're drinking a beer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's just probably alcoholism setting in from quarantine. But well, it doesn't count because we're not out of college. Oh, oh, that's true. That's true. So you're good, I guess. It's kind of <laughs> odd. Like that's not really my post-workout ritual. But well, I mean, it, you you got to put the protein powder in the beer, and then you you just shake it all oh, up. Oh, then... so I mean, that's protein basically. <laughs> oh yeah, bro, protein, protein, bro, bro. So one of the other things uh, with this whole virus, especially in the last month or so. Um, restaurants started opening up. You were able to go out and um, eat outside at first, which was great. I remember the first time I went out and um, had a meal, had a drink outside, outside dining. It was phenomenal. I felt like it had been years since I'd done it. And um, I was in Buffalo at the time with some buddies. And um, one of the really cool things was when you were done eating, um, we decided we wanted a drink to go, right? And I don't remember what the hell it was, but basically I had my little my little cocktail, my mixed drink, and we just walked out. We paid. We just walked out and just, like, walked down the street. And you could just do that. It was, like, part of the quarantine thing. You could just, like, walk with an open container in downtown or, like, in the city of Buffalo. It was great. It's, like, everywhere is Bourbon Street now. Yeah, and, like, the more I got thinking about it is, like, we would pass so many people that had beers in their hands, and it's, like, why isn't this just a thing? (laughs) Like, I didn't really hear of anybody getting in trouble because of this. Yeah. I mean, I it mean, seemed to go well. You give the people what they want. 
Yeah, I know, like, in my hometown, they're just kind of, like, closing down the main strip. Like, no no through traffic with cars and stuff like that. But people just, can walk around? Yeah, you can just walk around with a beer and huh. drink. I know in Buffalo, people were still ripping by in the streets. But, like, it's Buffalo. Uh, yeah. They don't... Yeah. There's some shady shit going on in Buffalo. There's always shady shit going on in Buffalo. But there's some nice parts, too. As, as we say from Rochester. As we say from Rochester. <laughs> so after the restaurants open back up... Um, You'll slowly have more things opening. The bar is finally opened. They're at a limited capacity, but I feel like the last two weekends I've gone, they really weren't limited. I feel like they were just letting more and more people. Like, it wasn't packed, but, like, it felt like there was more people in there than there should have been. Honestly, it was kind of nice. Like, it was, like, so easy to get a drink. And that then you nice. just You get a table because, like, that's that's just kind of what you have to do. Um, and and then you just kind of hang out. It's, it, it is nice. I mean, you're not you're not meeting as many people as you would be normally, which that kind of sucks. But like, yeah. if you're just with a group of fun people, you know, it's a good time. <sighs> oh my God, that's cold. That is, I could feel the <laughs> the cold from here. It's actually kind of warm, but so yeah, when we when we went downtown this weekend, um, had to wait for a little longer than we would have liked to in line. Then you had to pay a fucking five dollar cover. I don't know what that was about. That's that's baloney. That was just. This bar being this bar, they have a tendency to do that. I feel like whenever whenever they have an opportunity to screw you a little bit extra, they'll do it. But most bars are like that. So I feel like most bars are like that. Maybe just in Rochester because it's Rochester. Have you ever been to Boston? Uh, once and it sucked and I don't want to yeah. go back. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll take a $5 beer and a cover <laughs> over a $15 beer all day. That's fair. Fucking $15 it's, for a beer in Boston? It's ridiculous. I mean, not a, like super college bars, but yeah. What kind of beer? Just like a... A beer like like a diet miller like yeah that's horseshit it's it's baloney i guess rochester's not after, bad though. they go after the bc kids there you know oh of course mommy and daddy pay for it so it's fine oh it's fine for us you know you gotta wear a mask right so the deal is is if you sit down at a table like you are lucky enough to get a table then you can take it off and you can just kind of like speak with your friends talk with your friends shoot the shit drink your drinks and you're good. But the second that you get up, you got to put it back on. Like if you go to the bathroom, you got to put it back on. If you're walking to the bar to get another drink, you're supposed to put it back on. If you're ordering a drink, well, it depends on who you ask because the bartender didn't give a fuck. But the bouncers were like crying about it. Yeah, they were They were unfortunate. I mean, they cared. They cared, which is fair. Which is good. And like that's their job. But one of the other things I find really comical is, so not this past weekend, but two weekends ago maybe. I don't think you were with us. But um, it was the first time I had went back out downtown here in Rochester, and um, I'm at the bar, and we're at a point where we had a table, but we lost it. We got up, and we wanted to move around, and um, I get my drink, whatever. So I'm just kind of standing there, and like I said, not at a table. So when you're not at a table, you're supposed to have your mask on. And you're thinking about it. It's like, well, how the fuck am I supposed to drink my drink? And, of course, the one time that I take my mask off to take a drink the bouncer's like right behind me. He pops out from the middle of nowhere. He's like, hey, bro, didn't I just tell you you got to have your mask on? I'm like, well, first of all, no, that must have been somebody else. But like, I didn't say this to him, but I'm thinking like, how do you expect people to drink their drinks? <laughs> you do you should, want me to just drink it through my mask? You should have just asked him to waterboard you real quick. <laughs> yeah, just Come on. <laughs> you, there's a chair over there. We'll just do it real quick. I'm, I'm thirsty. Listen, man, if you want me to leave this mask on, you're going to have to pour this beer <laughs> over my mask. That's that's how we have to do it, right? Let's uh, simulate some drowning right now. And and we should have seen how that went over. Yeah. Probably well. Think you would have done it? 
No, maybe. Maybe if I <laughs> slipped him like an extra five dollars. No, nah, okay, yeah. I've heard bouncers are a slut for a bribe. But you know, as the night went on, the same thing. We never got another table, and the guy goes again later on. He's like, "Listen, man, like I told you once, like if I have to tell you again, you're out of here." I'm like, "Dude, how do you want me to? Like, what do you want me to do? How do you expect me to drink my drink with a mask on?" It's a funny situation. I don't. I don't really know. And it's not like I had a straw. I mean, I get it. if I have a straw, I can try and wiggle it through my mask. Yeah, I guess. Or bring a little, bring a cut a hole in the middle of my mask so I can drink. I guess you're like, only ordering dude, mixed drinks on. from now on. I guess it's fucking horseshit. Vodka crayons. But it was so nice, in my opinion, to be able to go back downtown. Oh, 100 percent. It was great. Fifty bucks for an Uber. That was bullshit. <laughs> and typically for us, it's what maybe 20 bucks like, at the most. It's usually like 18. Like 18. I feel like it's like a standard price. Yeah, and then you split it among the four of you, it's nothing. Yeah. But the thing is, too, is like you can't sit in the passenger seat right now. So that kind of changes up the dynamic if you have a, a decent-sized group. So you have to call like two regular-sized Ubers. So you're right then you're splitting it with less people. It's like for us, it was three and three. Yeah. And typically, we could have got an XL. I think you can get six in an XL. Maybe some. I don't know. With some smooth talking. Yeah. I just weasel somebody in the back seat. That's not supposed to be there, but um, yeah, fifty dollars to get down there, and then you guys, your girlfriend was able to get two cheap Ubers, I think, a cheap one down and a cheap one back. And then when I tried, literally seconds after she ordered hers, she got them for like fifteen, eighteen dollars. Yeah, mine were fifty-four. I have no like, I don't know what their algorithm was fucking doing there or like what. It was crazy. It was. It was ridiculous. So. Thankfully, we had, um, you guys got your Uber, you got out of there, and I figured, well, maybe if we just walk a few blocks, it'll get cheaper as you continue to get further and further away from the busy intersection. And in the past, that's been the case. If you walk enough blocks away, it'll drop. But um, that was not the case. Oh, did you guys have to pay for an expensive one back, too? Well, we almost did. So we're walking, we're walking, we walk maybe three, four, five blocks away from the the intersection, East and Alex, and um, it starts to rain. And, like, it's raining pretty good, too. And we're all kind of fucked up. But it's whatever. We we found a good-sized tree and, like, a little bench, and we hung out there. And Uber and Lyft, crazy expensive. We tried to get a Lyft, and the Lyft app wouldn't even work. And one of our friends was able to call her roommate, who just happened to be awake, happened to be sober, and wasn't really doing anything. And uh, he's like, yeah, I can come get you guys. I'm like, oh, my God, man, you are a lifesaver. You made my night. That is incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's the that's the best case scenario i mean he drove like 20 20 25 minutes to come get us yeah, then it's, then it's like that 50 dollar uber now it's a yeah. 25 dollar uber you know yeah so it it all ended up working out pretty well yeah sure it's, uh but again it was so nice to just be able to get back downtown get a little too saucy i uh our other friend who is going to be on this at some point i'm sure he's not a big talker but he'll he'll probably fill in some some awkward silent moments uh, in future episodes, he decided to be a good idea to get um, uh, double vodka rebel at like one in the morning. Yeah, twelve thirty. Well, that's what one does, right? But uh, I, I didn't want it, but I was thankful, I guess. <laughs> my, I could feel my heart pumping a little too much, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I think I've said that probably three thousand times in this episode. It is what it is. It is what it is. Well, I mean, that's just fact. I mean, so. it is what it is. Like it happened. Yeah, it is. It, it like, did happen. I didn't plan on it. You you can't really change it. Right. So it is what what it is. In fact, so I think 
one of the things for future episodes is I'm going to have to keep track of how many times I say that mm. and get better about not saying it. So yeah, much. we'll start a douchebag jar. <laughs> I'm surprised we don't have one. <laughs> how, okay. we went, how we went a year and a half and not. Here's my issue. I don't carry cash. So I'd have to like I'm throw in my credit cash. card and it's like, well, fuck. I'm fine with that. All right. Yeah. No, we could set something up on Venmo. Okay. Yeah. Like a Venmo system. Uh, do, do they have that? Do that? Is there like a pot? That'd be great. That'd be it. Yo, Venmo. <laughs> if you're trying to sponsor a podcast, we have a fantastic idea for Business you. ideas. It's called but... the douche jar. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what you think about that. And you get groups of dudes who are trying to call each other out for dumb shit. And you just keep putting money in the jar. And then depending on how much money's in that jar, maybe Venmo can make a commission could... on it or a, 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 some sort of percentage of the pot. Dude, that could just be a that should just be an app. We're just it's just gonna be called douchebag, and it? it is just gonna be like one click, and then it sends like twenty five cents to the douchebag jar, and then it's a group fund. And it's funny. You all just kind of have that, and then we'll also sell credit cards, and then so when you go want to go buy like a thirty rack, because like that's what you do with a douchebag <laughs> jar money, you just split a thirty for everyone, right? Absolutely. And and that's just what happens. I think that's a good that's a good business plan. Maybe when you, maybe when you get some more spare time, you can work on that too. Right, right, absolutely. Or like I said, if if anybody wants to to sponsor this podcast, I, I wouldn't be upset about it. I know Cash App is is out there trying to get uh, <laughs> some competition by being an official sponsor of this podcast and that podcast, especially with Barstool. Wouldn't be upset about that. Maybe we can just uh, hop on the Barstool wave early. Give me cash. No, I don't give a fuck about the cash. Just hook me up with Barstool real quick. On a more serious note, though, like the whole Barstool empire, like I'm sure when he first thought of that and told his friends and told everybody, they're like, you are fucking stupid. That's not going to go anywhere. You guys want to make sports talk for the common man? What is wrong with you? You want to make you want to make things like comical in sports like that's like a lot of people's escape for, you know, all the stresses that they have in their life. They rely on sports and they're going to make you're going to poke fun at that. And now look at them. They literally like kind of own the internet. I feel like in yeah, some aspects, like in some regards, kinda, as far as entertainment is concerned. Yeah, they're, they're killing one of the biggest media companies in the country now. They absolutely killing it. They just they hit a, a a niche and they just fucking they went with it and it just worked. Like they hit the. I feel like they hit the college campuses and then it yeah. was just game over. Well, they yeah they did the, the fucking blackout tour where they'd throw parties at like legit fun schools unlike ours. Yeah, but. It absolutely took off for them and and now he's just killing it he's fucking absolutely loaded he has a gazillion followers on i mean he doesn't have to work anymore if he doesn't want i mean no he didn't have to do it's anything kind of clutch that's that's a cool but the thing. thing is is for him is like he loves what he does yeah it, i mean it's pretty obvious i mean who wouldn't if i could just go and eat pizzas every day and give him a score a review Yo, he I'd eats a happy. lot of pizza too yeah i'd probably feel like shit but <laughs> Well, it's only one bite, though. Yeah, one, one bite. Everybody knows the rules, and then he just proceeds to eat the whole thing. But that's it's whatever. It's the process. Um, but yeah, no, I think um, that is a a great business idea. And if anybody has a contact with Barstool Sports and and wants to get us hooked up, I wouldn't be upset about it at all. Make him some money. Probably not as much as Collar Daddy, but you never know. <laughs> it could be number two. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But. Um, we're an hour in. Oh, we're an hour in. We're an hour in. That went. I mean, that went pretty well. It was yeah. pretty, pretty quick. It didn't really feel like an hour. I don't think. But um, just uh, kind of wrapping up here. Do you have any last kind of closing thoughts or anything you want to say? Yeah, you're gonna have to probably edit that one. Oh yeah. This, <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Maybe we'll just leave it. 
Yeah, you think? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, there's. I feel like there wasn't too many things that need to be edited out. No. I mean, there was a few like times where I stuttered a few times, and you stuttered a few, yeah, times, I stuttered a few times. But yeah. I don't think there was anything that like has to be edited out. That was that was garbage. It yeah. was like, well, I mean, the whole thing was garbage, but like yeah. not like excessive garbage. Yeah. And I don't think we said anything we weren't supposed to. This is the first one. Are we stopping? I'm gonna keep going a oh. little bit. I want to say a few more things, but um, right. if you've made it this far. Uh, I appreciate you listening, and uh, we're going to have more episodes coming pretty quick. I'm actually in the process of, of recording quite a few, and then I'm going to I'm gonna drop some uh, when we get an official uh, social page going, and, um, you know, obviously we're going to be on every everywhere that you get podcasts, Spotify, Apple, uh, maybe we're going to end up making a YouTube channel for it at some point. Later on down the road, we're going to add uh, a video element to it so you can see us idiots shooting the shit and talking about stuff um, in person. Um, and, uh, before we, before we close, I just want to kind of give you guys another, uh, a little bit of an idea of what it is we're going to be talking about. So, uh, obviously we were kind of talking in the beginning about, um, you know, it's kind of like following your passion. And really what I want to talk about in over the course of this podcast is just different ways to, um, kind of like improve. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess just kind of like improve your health, whether that be through, you know, the, the standard kind of like physical fitness and and nutrition aspect of it we're going to talk some some of that kind of stuff but also one of the things that i've been getting more into uh lately is kind of the whole um not even mental health but kind of just mental awareness and self-awareness uh mental health and i think that's kind of a trend that's been picking up a lot lately too but i think that um especially for the the age range that that we are and that the people that we're going to be speaking to i think it's um it's powerful and there's a lot of valuable information um you know, different things that we're going to talk about that I hope can be of benefit to some people. And, you know, like I said, if you're, if you're able to take something out of this podcast, uh, then it's worth it. And, um, you know, we're, we're also going to talk some just kind of like social wellness too. Cause like a big part of being a college student and transitioning into your first job is your social life. Right. And, um, just, just different things that you can do and like how to, how to have a good balance of everything. I think that's really the most important thing is being able to balance everything have a little bit of of social social life going on having a good time but also you know being dedicated to your craft whether that's your major or your business or you know your sport or your your musician whatever it may be and then also just being mindful of um you know your physical well-being and taking care of yourself i think that um you know this age range of people this age group this demographic um is can be can be at risk you know just they don't really consider a lot of these things and i think we're fortunate that we have a good head on our shoulders and you know we're, we're very fortunate that we um, are able to even you know record something like this and and be of good health and just be able to um, kind of experience these things and, and hopefully be able to share something with you all so uh yeah that's just kind of an idea of, of where we're going to be going moving forward and um again thanks for listening and uh we'll be we'll be back for quite a few episodes here uh we're gonna try and do at least once a week and if you haven't already noticed i don't have a title for this yet so um we're, we're gonna be coming up with something real soon so i appreciate you listening take care